We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett. Along with me is two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change short episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all of the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Matthew. Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know in today's episode, oh, Chris. Chris. Three strikes, right? Right. I, I honestly, we should be ringing them up for this. I think so. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to be reading Peel Street Beverage Company out of New Hamburg, Ontario. Ooh, a beverage company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. They they make liquids. <laughs> We like liquids. Mm-hmm. Speaking of liquids, we're going to be having two of their beers today. The first one being their Hazy Pilsner, which is of the same name. And the second one being the Blood Orange Wilmot Wheat Ale. Whew, what a mouthful. Yes, right? Looking forward to that one, too. <laughs> and to finish off the episode, we're going to be talking about the turning over of the season. We are back. We are back. Right? Talking about beverages. Especially from Peel Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, right? So Peel Street Beverage Company started out as a contract brewery back in 2021, originally with Dragon, which we've had on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And then they, um, you know, things happened there, and they moved to more a local brewery in Farm League in Cambridge, which we've also had the on the podcast before. Look at us go, eh? Right? So we're hitting we're all you know, the whole trifecta here. Beer con- oh, my goodness, right? Indeed. Uh, it's one of those things where, you know, they've been trying to search for a bricks and mortar location. Um, so they found one. Good. However, it's funny because it's not on Peel Street. Okay, that's weird. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so where is it? So it's actually it's actually at 68 Heron Street, New Hamburg, and it opened back in June. So the location might be familiar to some people, as it used to be the home of the Bitsham House, which was open until late 2021. Right. But again, not on Peel Street. Not on Peel Street. But it is owned by a couple of individuals, um, a team That's of true. former high school classmates, actually, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, it seems to be a common story with uh, individuals kind of being classmates and, and then moving into the brewery uh, industry. Those individuals happen from time to time. Yeah, those individuals are Matt <laughs> Rollman, Darren Afsinger, and Diego Vitello. Um, Peel Street has now ventured into hiring their own brewer. Uh, part-time to experiment with some of these small batch items that we kind of see. So the first one uh, created, um, we're actually going to have on the, the podcast, which is that Wilmot Wheat. Yes. So Peel Street's also trying to utilize a historical aspect of New Hamburg, you know, being the main street to use in New Hamburg, Peel Street, as it has always welcomed friends, family, and, you know, visitors to the brewery and taproom itself. Um, myself being one of those visitors. Well, that's actually. nice. Right, I was uh, I was lucky enough to uh, go and meet with uh, uh, Daryl and Matt there a few weeks ago. And how lucky were they to meet you? But not lucky at all. We could have sent anybody else. <laughs> I mean, they got one of the connoisseurs, so that that's all that matters. It's one of those things where I was the most local to New Hamburg. Mm, true. 
so it just made sense for me to uh, go, and also I volunteered. Um, yes, also which, true. Which kind of which kind of helped. Uh, so inside the tap room, it's kind of been modernized since the, the bra house days. So it's utilizing real wood tables to accentuate the brick uh, to the left. Uh, you know, you got some board games, Peel Street beer, of course, and some snacks from the 13 food and beverage uh, restaurant that uh, Matt owns in Cambridge. Uh, and you can see yourself just sitting in the tap room for a long period of time. How long? Right. Uh, like three, four, five hours. Ooh. And if you get to that territory, at least have a designated driver home. That's an outing for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, so, I, I was just going to say, I, I've never been. And producer uh, Matthew, no, no, got a got no. head shake. No. This is the thing. Producer, we, yeah, we should mention this, is that Chris isn't here, but you are recording virtually. Um, and you stuck yes. me with the producer here live in person. So I, I'm just, me and the producer just staring at each other, you know, don't even know what to do with each other. It's, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's uneasy. I could name a few things that you guys could do with each other. Drink beer, which we will do coming up. But let's still continue See, get there, the yes. conversations here. So y- you met with them, right? You, you yes, had... I met with both Daryl and Matt, yes, um, to discuss the podcast, kind of the uh, the brewery from the beginning and their plans to grow kind of, kind of onwards and upwards. Uh, I can't say a good enough good things about them. It was uh, literally we kind of you know shot the stuff for probably an hour, an hour and a half. Yep. Um, you know, I had a couple of beers, uh, um, including a little sample of the uh, um, Blood Orange Wilmot Wheat Ale uh, before it got canned, before it got tapped, before everything. Okay. So that was kind of, uh, yes, a little, little precursor, if you will. Um, yeah, no, it was just kind of, uh, got two of the brew house. I mean, the brew house in there is very, very small, right? Again, as we said, it's very small batch stuff. Uh, and they've kind of had to um, remake themselves, so to speak, because when they went in there, when Bra- uh, descendants and Brahaus left, um, they kind of just packed up and left. Sure. So there is a bit of uh, cleaning that needed to be done. Clean up, yeah. Right, um, to kind of uh, bring it to what it is today. And again, they've only been open for you know almost three months here, but uh, they're definitely getting a good following in in New Hamburg. Right, for sure. Um, so Matt and Daryl and Diego, which was the one I uh, unfortunately couldn't meet, they tried canning it themselves, this first beer. They, none of them had any canning experience before. Okay, labeling experience at all. They had none of that because obviously the other beers had been contracted out sure. through Farm League and Dragon so before. This is their uh, first kind of crack at it. Yeah, their first crack at yep. it. And you know what? I say they did a good job because all the beer is in the can. Well, I mean, it's in the can for now. And we'll see what ends up happening. It will, what if it will we change. open up the can and we have another incident like we've had previously? Um, then I am prepared. I believe I do have some wet wipes close by. <laughs> Um, to enough. clean it up qu- quickly. Uh, the unfortunate part is I am sitting on my own couch and not your furniture today. That's true. Um, so it's actually a bit of an issue if I spill here at home because oh, I have to clean it up because of my own furniture. I see. And yeah, you wouldn't clean up my furniture. There you no, go. not at all. There you go. Fans of the podcast, <laughs> you can see who does the work around here. Um, on Untapped, they they have a lot of beers, um, actually. Um, six. They have six beers. Um, which have been created there, which speaks to them being relatively new, including the classic Pilsner, the Hazy Pilsner, uh, local lager, unfiltered Pilsner. Love their Pilsners and lagers here, right? Eh? Um, yes, they do. Galt 50, which is a collab with Farm League. Uh, yeah, so that was a cream ale, by the way. The, the Galt Which 50. is the beer that I had with uh, Matt and Daryl the night I was there. Gotcha. The Wilmot Wheat, and uh, one beer not on untapped yet, um, being the Marzen which is the newest release in the Crafted uh, series, which makes sense because, uh, you know, we're, we're moving into the uh, Oktoberfest time here. So a nice Absolutely. Marzen um, 
And this kind of goes hand in hand with uh, the thematic conversation. Season's changing. And uh, the Seasons, they are changing. The margin is going to be probably a nice beer to have while we get into that fall season. Some people look for pumpkin spice lattes. I'll take a margin. I was going to say, I don't look for a pumpkin spice latte at all. I do not all. as well. Yeah, Matthew I don't know who does. at me just licking his lips. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means, people. Big fan of the pumpkin spice latte is what that means. Big PSL guy. This guy is a Starbucks connoisseur if I've ever met him. It, it's true. Sure, just when you have the money and you can spend it all day long, Starbucks you, and You PSL. go to Starbucks, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, for, my, for myself, I've had two of their beers, um, one being the Galt 50 that I had with uh, Matt and Daryl. Uh, there at Peel Street. I gave it a 3.75. The other one was uh, another one that they ever so graciously gave me, which was the local lager, and I rated that one a 3.5. Uh, Producer Matthew has had two. He's had the classic Pilsner, and he, apparently he's had the Hazy before. Good for him. Okay. He snuck that one in there, I guess. No no rating on it. Uh, no, I think they were, uh, they were there. I think... You know, a little rushed. You know, things were happening okay. to well, kind we'll of get, get Matthew that in there. Throw that in if he uh, can can find it. Matthew. He can get on. Figure it, it out. Um, he knows his own ratings better than I do. I don't need to pay attention to his ratings. Uh, well, no, I, I know he's blaming you. I'm blaming Matthew. Yeah, please. Uh, delivery is still not available. Um, I, I assume that they're probably just trying to get everything with the brewery up and running and, and trying to figure yes. out the logistics of what the next logical step is um, because it's time and, uh, and money, obviously. Um, but there are multiple locations besides the brewery that you can actually pick up Peel Street uh, products, whether it's canned or on the uh, untapped. Um, and we're going to provide that uh, information on our, on our Instagram later on. Yes, absolutely. Do you want to talk about the hours? Uh, or, uh, yes. So they are open seven days a week. And you like to see this from breweries, don't you? Absolutely. Seven days a week. So Sunday, 12 to 6. Monday and Tuesday from 4 to 9. Wednesday, 12 to 9. Thursday and Friday, 12 to 10. And then Saturday, back to 12 to 9. Very good. All right. As previously mentioned, we're going to link all of their information on our social media. And, uh, yeah. We got some we got some ratings coming in here at the class. Yes, we do have some ratings from, coming in here. producer, Matt, was a 3. And the Hazy. Uh, oh, oh. He's oh, not oh. Great he's say, look below. He doesn't want to give us rating away for when we're going to have it here shortly. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll right. appreciate that. Right. And you know what? It doesn't matter what street we're on. I think we're going to go have the first beer. Sounds good to me. A uh, big shout out and thank you to Matt for providing the beers on today's episode. And along with uh, Matt and Daryl for hosting me. You know, the two are the first hand look at the brewery itself. Um, yeah, you know, you're privy to. Hang out with me. Thanks for dealing I, with Brett. In all fairness, I did say next time I came back, I would bring a couple of the connoisseurs with me. Well, that's they, they probably would appreciate that. I mean, yes, I mean, I'm going to probably smuggle you in my car <laughs> okay. and make you go there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't have to smuggle like, you know, me to a brewery. I will go willingly. Fair, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the first beer we're having today is the Hazy Pilsner, which also happens to be the the style of beer. Uh, 5% ABV and the IBUs are unlisted. Right. And we don't know producer Matthew's score because he wanted to hold it for this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it is a light and hazy in appearance. Uh, a hazy Pilsner is listed as crisp, refreshing, exceptionally easy drinking. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that we get so all of that. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and just again, as a precursor to our, our listeners, this is one of the ones that was contracted out with uh, Farm League, where the second one was actually their first authentic brew. So just to keep an NFYI there. Um, in terms of us, you should follow us on Instagram, right? Yes. At Craft Beer Cons. Yep. On Untap, Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Please. The rating for the Hazy Pilsner is 3.51 out of 5 and 50 check-ins. We've had four of our friends have this on Untapped, have this beer with an average of 3.19. So okay. a little bit lower. So a little so we'll lower see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been no no five out of fives. There you go. All right. With that being said, let's grab our cans and grab our glasses and let's open her up. All right. There we go. We are drinking this out of a craft beer connoisseur's labeled glass. Um, a nice little pint glass here that we got. That's nice of you to have that one of those, eh? Yeah, it is nice. Look at the pores. Good pores, fellas. Like to see. Yes. That. Good. A little little head on it. Not too much. Um, I would like on. to think of. I would like to think of Chris's pouring. He'd have a good pour too. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Chris <laughs> sometimes is silly like that, right? Um, nice color on this, though, eh? Yes. I do like, love the color on this. The color is very uh, matchy matchy with the can itself, almost mm-hmm. pretty identical. Actually, yes. It's one of those things you, when it says hazy pilsner and you pour it, it's definitely hazy. Almost, honestly, if you were to put this in an IPA glass, you would think it'd be yeah. a New England IPA. Absolutely. I feel like they went to uh, Home Depot to color match the beer with the, uh, the, the label. Oh, like the paint chips? Yeah. <laughs> color matching the label with, with the beer. It's nice, though. I, I really hope they, they didn't do that one for the local lager can because that's blue and that beer is not blue. Ah, there you go. I think it's, um, this is just the only one. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you see? What do you What do you smell, Brett? Anything uh, that you're picking up on this? You can definitely tell like the earthiness out of this one. The, mm-hmm. the, the hops are very earthy. Yep. Um, let me give another little sniff here, if you will. Like um, I want to, like again, looking at it, I want to. F- I, I feel like there should be a lot of like juiciness to it, just based mm-hmm. on the appearance. Uh, Correct. But I don't know if I'm going to get that. It's it's one of those things where it's like the the hybrid, right? It's probably going to taste like a pilsner, but it looks like a hazy IPA in your hand. Yeah, yeah, no, no so. it's interesting. Um, all right, well, I mean, three point one nine again, a little bit lower on the average uh, for our our friends at least. <laughs> three five one, still a little bit lower again. Um, you want to start drinking it? Uh, yes. All right. Well, Why wouldn't I? Well, you start drinking it. I'll, all right. I'll follow up after you have a couple sips here. Sounds good. But there's a there's a lot of um, aromas for sure uh, coming through on mm. those, so I don't know how that kind of play out with the. Uh, it is um, crisp and clean. I will say that off the off the uh, hop here. Mm-hmm. But it does definitely have that pilsner taste. It's it's almost throwing you for a loop a little bit in terms of the color versus the the, the taste itself. So I'm interested to see your thoughts here, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, there it, it's got a heavy bready kind of feel to it yeah um, i'm definitely bready it does sit, it sit heavy too I yeah there, there's there's like a little bit of like an acidic tone if you will um mm-hmm. kind of coming through for me um it's it's like bread from the earth <laughs> you mean like it's kind of like you know how you make bread you yeah, know, yeah you know the ingredients usually grow from the earth uh, apparently i've been yeah. told that okay well like so that's what I'm going to give you. You should have put a bread uh, maker on your uh, wedding registry many years ago. Uh, no, no. We don't make bread. We just buy a Dempster's. <laughs> big Dempster's guy. <laughs> yeah, big Dempster's guy. There Indeed. You go. Um, but, 
Yeah, I, I would say it, it is refreshing. There's a refreshing quality definitely to it. Crisp, I would get that too. Um, some sharp flavors, if, <laughs> if that makes sense to you. Um, no, I, I agree. Kind of. It's one of those, it, it definitely is going down smooth. It is a smooth beer. Um, but it's one of those things where maybe the sweetness is kind of throwing you off a little bit. The sweetness mixed with that earthiness sure. from the actual hops itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think when they say easy drinking, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Uh, um, because again, it is, it's a hazy Pilsner, so that, that's fine. But there's, there's a, the, it's a flavor profile that would make me not just kind of like slam this back. Right. Like, Correct, um, yes. I, I feel like it's got some depth to it. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think like if it's an easy drinking Pilsner, it's going to go down quick. It's going to finish well, it's going to finish fast. And we're going to be keep on keeping on, right? Um, it is one of those uh, a little bit more of a flavor profile to it that it doesn't necessarily make it easy drinking because I'm I'm experiencing those flavors as I develop through the sip. Yes, there's definitely a lot of things going on here, and really the only brewery that I can think of off the top of my head that makes a hazy pilsner is the Wayne Gretzky Brewery in Niagara on the Lake. Mm-hmm. So trying to kind of compare the two because I actually really like that beer. Sure. I think it's a very well done beer. Yeah. And this one is also uh, well done, but just a little bit of something missing. Sure. Yeah. For, for me. It's still good, don't get me wrong. But I think it could just maybe a little bit of that juiciness, maybe a little less earthiness could bring uh, my rating up a little higher here. Yeah. It's just, again, it's an interesting flavor. Um, and again, hazy pilsners are different. Yes. Um, it's not a traditional pilsner. Uh, no. So I think that this is kind of playing to that kind of hybrid crew of like um, you might not want to be just pilsner um you don't want to have like necessarily a hazy ipa you're fitting somewhere in between and, and yeah. that's where this is it's, it's trying to grow its own identity i think i'm thinking it's going to be the kind of the new trend if you will might be where you get a lot more of these hybrid beers sure especially right? with like, their uh part-time brewer you know doing small yeah batches. exactly you gotta try exactly. stuff like this so um, fun fact that part-time brewer actually works for carlsberg or waterloo bring as a full-time job Okay. And then on weekends or whenever he gets days off, he comes and brews at uh, Peel Street. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Interesting. Cool. Good, good notes good for you. Information for sure. <laughs> um, top five flavor profiles. Let's get into that. Do I? Oh, I'll take it. You want to take it? Yeah, sure. Take sure. it. Now, number one, smooth. Okay. It's there. Yeah. I don't think it'd be number one for me, but yeah. it, the beer does seem to have smooth. Yeah. Uh, number two, barley. Okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see some barley-ish to it. I suppose. Okay. Um, and that uh, kind of goes barley bready, kind of mm-hmm. meaty, you know. Yep. Uh, number three is sweet. Okay. Yeah. If you think there's some sweetness to this, there's some sweetness to it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so with the limited amount of check-ins, there's no four and five, but producer Matthew's coming in here with earthy, bready, refreshing. Pardon. Crisp. Get it out, bud. Get gassy? No. (laughs) Grassy. This is like three episodes in a row. I think you're just on a little belch fest. Yeah. Can we just get like an advertisement for Tums between (laughs) seconds? Welcome to old age, fella. Yeah. Belchy. That's a good one, producer Matthew. I I do think that this, there was a mouthfeel was up there too. Um, I I think that there's some kind of mouthfeel-ish to it. Um, You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. There's there's something there, but you can't just 
exactly put your finger on it. Yeah. It, like, trust me, I just tried. Yeah. It's you true. don't know. I, I think there's some stickiness to it, right? Like it, it, it holds, it holds in the mouth a little bit. It doesn't, I said this before, like the flavor doesn't finish fast. Um, it, it lingers on there. And so there's, it, it like, it holds on to the mouth, um, which makes you want to go back and kind of cleanse the palate, but it's just, it's a never ending cycle until the beer's finished. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's, it just, there's some, there's some stickiness to it, but again, it's yeah. not, uh, it's not negative. Um, so there's obviously we said about 50 check-ins or, or so, uh, in terms of untapped. So, uh, we do have a couple of reviews and Tyler, you have the first one to take on here. I do indeed. Um, so the first one is Adam C. The handle is drinks on all drinks, drinks on out. So he must, he must know a guy named Al maybe and gets free beer from Al. Possibly. I uh, stated that this is a nice, clean, crisp afternoon selection. Three and a half out of five for them. Uh, thank you, Adam. This is definitely a good afternoon beer, I think. Yeah, sure. This is, an af- this is like an afternoon mowing the lawn, after mowing the lawn kind of beer. My, okay. I would say. Yeah. Uh, so my review comes from Dave H. And his handle is Diff. Nothing more, nothing less. Just Diff. Just a little um, Diff. Just a little diff. Better than Dilf, apparently. Anyway, uh, he said, uh, German style checking off all the boxes. Crisp, clean, honey, hay, grassy hops, real nice. And he gave it a four to five. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I can kind of see some of that honey, hay aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not getting the honey in here, though. No. I, but like, I get the again, hay, though. That, that could be some of the, the breadiness to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so do you want to start a ratings here? I do. Um uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this a uh, 3.25. 3.25. Yep. And it looks like we have some late breaking news in here. I don't know if you see it, but uh, Chris, who happens not to be on the recording, uh, apparently he didn't get the link, uh, but has gave his rating for the beer. Absolutely. So he gave it a three. Uh, for myself, I've had this once before. It was on tap at Mercer. Um, I'm liking this better than I did that time. I think maybe there's a little bit something wrong with the keg or something like that. Yep. Uh, but here I'm going to give it a 3... Uh, I think it was like a 3.37, so I'll just round up to a 3.5. Okay. And producer Matthew. And then producer Matthew, we finally looked below to figure out what his rating was. He gave it only a 2.5. All right. So we're all in the same ballpark. That's yeah. going to give us an overall team score of 3.0625. So I guess we just run that down to a three, don't we? We're going to run that down to a three, and we'll be right mm-hmm. back with beer number two. All right. We're back. We are very Oh, back. yes, we are. <laughs> all right. We've got uh, beer number Two. This beer is their first release in the Crafted series, uh, the Blood Orange Wilmot Wheat Ale, or the B O W W A for short. I uh, I like it when you say it the big mouthful. <sighs> it's a lot. Five point two percent ABV. IBUs are unlisted. So this B O W W A. Um. Is listed as delivering delicious notes of blood orange and a distinctive hoppy finish with a nice smoothness throughout. Let's hope so. 
I hope so too, right? There you go. Uh, the beer is uh, listed on on tap, but nobody has checked it in yet because it is very, very new. Um, none of our friends have had it, uh, which makes sense because it is none of our friends, none of our non-friends. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure there's some people who've had it, just they don't have untapped or forgot to do it. It's true. Um, so let's get right right at this. What do you think? I think so. Okay. So let's grab our glass and grab our can and let's open her up. Nice. All right. I'm going to take this next part, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Please so do. we're going to be drinking this out of a Weising glass. Um, this glass is long and tall and thin. Um, a good hand. Like me, hold. right? Like me? A good. Long, tall, and thin? <laughs> A good angle. We gotta stop moving stuff around. We could, we're picking up all that noise. Uh, uh, I bet you are. We are. Um, yeah, it's a nice hand holding glass. Nice hand holding glass, right? Very. Good. I like it when you do it like this. No, I'm kidding. Okay, wow, that's impressive. Just saying. So that um, is the glass so, and, that we're having here. Yes. Yeah. I, I will say before we kind of, um, you know, we'll get a, an ascent here in a second, but. Not too many uh, blood orange wheats that are out there. Uh, the only one that I could think of would be the new release from Cowbell this summer, the Juice Seagull. Yep. For the blood orange wheat. Uh, Producer Matthew here is bragging in terms of the Cali Squeeze blood orange wheat he had from Fire- Firestone Walker Brewing Company at Rock and Brews in California. Cool. So good for him for venturing to California and getting that one. Yeah. Uh, we have not had the you know chance to to have that one. No, but sure uh, anyway. <laughs> While I put the nostrils to uh, to the glass, yeah, let's do well, that. You get blood orange. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. You get a hefty, hefty blood orange. It is very blood orange forward. Um, now the coloring of it is is kind of like that blood orangey kind of uh, hue to it, which is nice as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Brett, why don't you talk about the difference in the labels on this one uh, opposed to the oh, last beer? And then I will start drinking this. How about that? There you go. So as we kind of mentioned earlier, the first beer was a contract through FarmLink. This is their first creation in their crafted series. I mean, the, the, the labeling is pretty basic, right? It's literally just a nice little peel. <laughs> See what I did there? Ha! Nice little peel. Yeah. That's on the can. Yep. Yeah. Um, with the crafted series stating it is a blood orange wheat, Wilmont wheat ale. There you go. Pretty simple, pretty basic. And you know what? Uh, it had... The whole beer in the can, so sure. can't complain. Um, you can start drinking a Brit. I'm going to oh, give a little bit of my uh, feedback on this one. Very blood orange forward. Um, very zesty. Um, there's kind of like a rindness to it uh, that I'm kind of picking up. Not necessarily completely off-putting for me, but it is very forward, which is uh, which is something to be said. Yes, and I've kind of said this before. There's a, there's a big fine line when it comes to saying, hey – if this beer is going to be something, at least be it, right? Right, yeah. Um, yep. When it comes to this one, the blood orange flavor is definitely there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, would some say too much? M- maybe. Sure. Um, but at least, you know, when you say a beer is going to be something, it's this flavor is exactly what it is. Yeah. It's blood orange. Yep. It's not throwing you off at all. There's not, you know, ugh, a minimal here and there. It's... Straight on blood orange. You're, you're definitely getting that front forward, uh, blood orange kind of flavor. There's not a whole lot of the wheat ale aspect of it. 
Um, and maybe I'd like to see a little bit more of that. I completely agree with you, though. Like, if you're going to call it a blood orange, there better be blood orange in there. This one might need to be kind of toned down just a smidgen um, to kind of get some of that weed ale to kind of push through a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're correct. Uh, you you want to make sure that if it's got some juiciness to it, that that juiciness kind of comes through. Yeah, and definitely did here. Yeah. Um, sure. Maybe we should get into the, the top five flavor profiles then. As we and, and you want to take that? Go right ahead. I will. Um, so there are nine. But uh, Matthew's kind of listening to what we were saying and, and making up uh, some of his own. Uh, the first one, zesty. Um, yeah. I think yes, it's, yes, it's got some zestiness to it. It's got that rindness to it. Um, yeah. Two's acidic. That- I would say it is very, very acidic. It, it does sit heavy. Um, sure. You probably want to maybe start with this one and then work your way up to the local lager or the hazy pilsner. Yeah. I don't know if you want to be having, you know, three or four of these. You may be getting some gut rot. <laughs> Um, might get might get some belchiness in there. I would know a little thing or two about that. Apparently, it's true. It's true. Um, three is orange, blood orange more specifically. Yep, I would almost go like orange peel. Yeah, but that, again, that's kind of come from the zesty, right? Yeah. So the orange, or peel, I don't know if there's rind or the rindness in terms of a. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's a flavor for that. Mouth coating, not kind of getting that as much. Um, actually, as as the hazy pilsner, so I'll probably just kind of separate that out. Um, five strong, strong in flavor profile, perhaps. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go. It's definitely strong in the in that aspect. Sure, indeed. sure. And then there's a comment there. Do you want to read that comment from Matthew? That he, uh, yes. So, um, producer Matthew's kind of like for a wheat beer or wheat ale, um, should you be getting some clove or some banana? Uh, he's saying he's not getting much of that, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where if there was a little bit of clove in there, that it might have toned down that blood orange and might might have gave you that. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, the one thing I'm also kind of seeing from this, um, it does get flat pretty quickly. So a little less carbonation um, on it. Yes, a little less carbonation. Um, you know, most wheat beers do have should be you know well carbonated, right? So so maybe lacking a little bit in that. But again, for for a first go in terms of um, trying a, a new thing and having their brewer make a first beer, I think they did a, a good job here. Okay. Yeah. Um, Speaking about good jobs, let's see what the untapped users think. And that's what they thought. Uh, so, uh, again, th- there there are none on this. Yeah, there are none, right? Brett, why don't we you... might be the first. Look at us. Yeah, why? And of the first for us, you can be the first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first uh, I do think my, my rating for this one uh, might be a little bit higher um, than um, you guys. Um yeah, possibly. You know, just saying. Just saying it maybe. Possibly. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 3.75. Okay. Yep. Um, I do think, as, as I said, if you say it's going to be a blood orange, it's exactly there. Sure. Could I use a little more carbonation to get to that 4, 4, 4.25? Absolutely. Okay. But I think for first beer, well done. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Chris. Chris has graciously put his rating in here and is mm-hmm. going to give it a 2.0, so a 2 flat. Um, myself... I'm going to give it a 2.5. Um, I do agree. They, they hit the blood orange aspect. I, I tone it down just a little bit. Um, but, like, kudos to you. Like, this, it's it's what you said it was. Um, just the flavor is a little bit overpowering for the style that I, I kind of am at. Um, but, uh, yeah, kudos for you to uh, put this beer out. Um, producer Matthew is going to actually agree with Chris and come in with a, a two even. I'm telling you, we're doing a lot of talking here. Uh, Brett, why don't you yes, take the next two points? 
I will. So that gives us a team overall score of 2.5625, which will obviously round down to 2.5. Um, that concludes the review of Peel Street and the Beers Provider. But again, as we said, they're, they just opened up. So go down and support them in New Hamburg, not on Peel Street, on Huron Street, yep. but still. Good call. You'll find it's it's close to Peel Street. <laughs> it, it like Huron Street is goes off of Peel Street, so you'll still find it. Your hand gestures make me feel like I'm there. Right, right now. exactly. Perfect. And it's open seven days a week, so they'll be happy to see you. And uh, you know, I'll make some appearances there for sure. So um, be 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 there and support them. I would I would love to attend with you, Brett. Thank you. We can do that. <laughs> we can pull it off. All right. Um. Next, we're going to be discussing the last quarter of 2023. So they always say, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. But with us, things are changing. And you have stayed the same. Uh, yes. <laughs> you see, I held the same pose there for a few seconds, though. No. Yeah, you did. You held it. <laughs> exactly, right? That's nice. Look at, look at me go. Look at me go. Look, look at you go. Um, so obviously, you know, we all have uh, things that have, uh, are, are going on uh, in, our, in our lives. Um, you guys, maybe a little bit more than me. Uh, but I do have something to say uh, that you probably don't know yet that you'll find okay. out. But it's not as big as what uh, you'd like to know. But, uh, sure. you know. Uh, producer- again, that pimple removed, eh? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Uh, producer uh, Matthew, though, um, you know, you got to give it to the guy. Okay? You stop moving around over there, fella. Yeah, yeah, hey, sorry, sorry. But you got to give it to the guy. Um, he is uh, making a lifetime commitment Yeah. to his fiance. Um, well, I mean, I believe they're going to get married. Like the event is booked and everything. There still has to be like the formal, you know, I do, I do signing of the letter, blah, blah, reception. You're going to stop getting these producers who are getting hitched. Cause this is like, I think the seventh one. Yeah. I I mean, I I can't really count that high, but sure. We'll go. We'll say that. (laughs) It's the seventh one. But yeah, so I guess kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit is just what's going on, uh, not necessarily just personalized, but what we want to do kind of in the podcast and where we're going to be in the next three or four uh, months because seasons are changing. We're getting out of, we're getting out of uh, summertime here, moving into fall. Fall and winter. We kind of teased a little bit too with the pumpkin spice lattes and and the margin kind of conversation, but what we're kind of looking for, so... Brett, Brett, what are you what are you looking for in terms of beers in the next uh, next kind of slash last quarter? I guess. Uh, no pumpkin beers. If no brewery could make a pumpkin beer ever again, you know again, gonna do it. I know, I know, and I probably will buy it, and I probably will have it, and I will hate every single second of it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the pumpkin beers end up being like you know a lot of more cinnamon than anything, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, um, nutmeg. Yeah, nutmeg, things like that. Uh, but beer wise, you know, I'm looking forward to stout season. Yeah, okay. Uh, three years ago, I wouldn't have said that at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you know, I, I do enjoy a good a good stout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, you know, if it gets some adjuncts in there, like a chocolate or a raspberry or, you know, mint even, um, you know, candy cane, like what the Shakespeare does. So sure. it'll be good to uh, venture into stout season here shortly. Right. Now, as we're talking about this, you would think that producer Matthew would be writing um, – his answer down to that same question, but has has not has not done that yet. No, he's so working what, in he's working in future tense where he has to contract everything for his wife. I 
I guess so. Well, uh, he does that. I'm gonna throw in my uh, when it comes to beer styles. I do think like some Narzins would be nice. Um, maybe some some brown ales. But yeah, I think some stouts. It'd be interesting to see what kind of uh, comes out of the the stout styles. Um, I will be looking forward to a nice pastry stout. Um, what that looks like, I don't know, but I hope to find something good that I can, um, I don't know, come home from work and it could be snowing outside and, and have a, a nice nice pastry stout. It'd be interesting to see if uh, Peel Street, in terms of their craft food series, makes a, a nice pastry stout, right? Ooh, yeah, that's right? true. Might be interesting to see if we can get down there for for that one. Um, okay. You know, uh, producer uh, Matthew coming in here, you know, he says he's still got a lot of stouts he has to work through that have been aging in his fridge for the summer. Um, you know, still has a nice peanut butter cup stout, uh, from reverence, which, I mean, you can't buy that anymore. Um, cause right. they have closed, um, it's a collector's item now. At this it, point. It's very much a collector. You probably should just hold onto that for years. Um, <laughs> it's true. But, but you know, um, st- as I said, we, he still wants to get into the stouts. He's still got a few, um, you know, he's got the winter stout. Uh, I might've ever so graciously gave him that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm, a nice, I'm a nice guy. What can I say? You are a nice guy. I give I give beers. I don't care what people say. About I give you beers. What can I say? I give beers sometimes. It's true. I'm a, nice, I'm a nice guy who gives free beers. Yep. With nothing in return. Um, I'm kidding. Fair enough. Now, are you guys okay if I say some information here? Go ahead. Something about the podcast. Go ahead. So the podcast itself is going to be no longer recording here in London. Yes. Uh, so we are moving our headquarters. Indeed. And I'm so... <laughs> I'm looking at you, Brett, just to say something, and you're nodding your head. No, because I'm so... remember the I'm podcasts so, are very auditory? Yeah, I'm so excited because it's going to be a shorter drive for me. And that, and that's just it. We won't... I haven't told Brett the actual location uh, because I'm afraid that his loose lips will sink ships and, you know... Uh, People wonder where we have moved to, but uh, purchased a residence, a, a home, um, so we'll no longer be an apartment, yes. uh, which is um, exciting. You'll be in the, Oxford County. Oh, jeez, here we go. Uh, that's all, that's so, all I got. That, that's all you should say. Yeah, that's all I'm uh, going to say. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, pretty excited about it. It'd be nice to uh, have uh, a new podcast headquarters for the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that Much more interest. room. Much more room. A lot more space. We could maybe do some outdoor patio uh, yeah. podcasts. You know, that'd be all right. What I'm more so looking forward to is more room for activities. Lots of room uh, for activities. And right. maybe Chris will come back because there'll be more space. Yes. We'll it's see. Big component we'll, on space. We'll see. So, yeah, we have a producer getting married. The podcast is uh, relocating to a new headquarters, which is very exciting news. Um, that's kind of, I guess, really the, the only kind of personal stuff as, yeah. as well as, as podcast stuff for myself, but yes. Brett, you got anything you want to uh, add? And obviously we, you know, we're going to try to, now that once we get past this, uh, kind of maybe after Thanksgiving kind of hump, uh, cause mm-hmm. we're all busy in the next little bit. Um, hopefully get back out to some festivals, um, Oktoberfest and, and winter, winter type stuff. Um, myself, I'm might be out of that in the month of December, but, uh, I will be having surgery in December, so Good. I might be out of. Uh, you might even hear me for uh, a week or so on the podcast, by all means. So oh, we'll get you on. Oh if yeah, yeah. If you're medicated, we'll definitely get you on. Yeah, morphine and beers. I've heard that's a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean, uh, hopefully December goes well for you. Yes, actually, fun fact: it will be on uh, some producer's birthday. Not going to okay. say which one. 
but it's on Super Duty birthday. Somebody so. that we've had in the past because we we do clock all of them. Exactly, the exactly. We don't want to miss a producer's birthday just in case we need to have them back. No, I'm getting I'm getting my knee fixed up. Good for so you. it needs to happen and occur. So because obviously you've seen uh, Tyler, you can agree with this one. Uh, you see myself play baseball this year, and it hasn't been pretty. So um, it's you know going what to ended up happening. I think the original knee injury was um, when you proposed. You dropped down to that knee, and that knee's never been the same. Yes, <laughs> actually, probably. <right. laughs> if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I did go down on my right knee, and yeah. the right knee is the surgery I'm having it on. So it, that, yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's what it was. I, I think, think the so. pressure of marriage, yeah. and the proposal really weighed heavily onto that. Uh, yeah, that, I put all the weight on the knee, and the knee kind of has been falling apart for years. So, so what we'll do is we'll make sure that we get the uh, room number that you have the surgery in, and we'll Correct, just, yes. uh, we'll put that on the podcast. Yep. Um, and then we'll see if anybody wants I'll to probably check in. I'll probably check in from there. Okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's exciting news. It's something that you... Oh, yes. Uh, First one. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you needed to get it done. It's true. So it's, it, it's good you're getting it done. So we got new headquarters. We got a wedding. Chris, we don't know what Chris is up to these days, gallivanting all over, perhaps. And we got a new um, knee. So boom. You're going to get a new knee. But I think that's a, it's a good point to make. I think... Um, as we, we change the season over here, it's something that we want to look to is, uh, again, kind of promoting the podcast, promoting uh, breweries and, and their beers and, and some of these festivals. So, again, this is a pitch to anybody out there, but uh, we would love to join um, as long as it fits into the calendar. Uh, things have been a little bit busy, but past November, past December, into the new year, we'd, we'd love to kind of get out there and, uh, again, do a little bit of self-promotion as well as, as promote and um, if you're familiar with our Instagram, you, you can see that it's not, it's not all about us. Um, I think we have maybe six posts that actually are related to ourselves or, um, us at events. Other than that, it's, it's basically all the breweries, um, as well as their stories that we, that we do it too. So, um, yeah, it'd be good yeah. to get out there, right? Absolutely. And we'll all, we'll all adventure out there. We'll even get Chris out. I, I think we can we can get Chris into one or two of them. Yeah, I, I think so. That'll be the, well, that'll be what's going to happen is Chris will be the the main event of the evening for everybody. Ooh. See, people will come for Chris. People won't come for you or I. We know. <laughs> Very true. And nobody's come for the producers. <laughs> we also, we also, everybody's got a favorite producer, but they can never find that producer at that event. You just it's it's too seriously because to I don't I don't got a favorite producer at all. No, no, I don't. They're all one know, of the, so, they're all one of the same for me. They're all just yeah, there. The, pr- the producers that end up, you know, uh, providing beers, those are my. Oh, favorite they'll actually, those ones are like, yeah. Those ones, I, I like can make a list of the ones who provide me beers. We're good. I like those ones just a little <laughs> bit more. Yes. All right, let's wrap this up. We'll be right back with our farewell. All right, that's all for today's episode. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite producer because who knows who they are. <laughs> it's true. But we do know this one. So from all of us and uh, producer Matthew and Chris, who did provide his ratings, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>